Friday edition of the Bill Michaels Show, and oh, we're glad to be here today. You know why? Because here come the Cardinals, Bucks back in action, Masters Cutdown Day. So much going on. So much going on. Welcome in. Exciting Easter weekend. Actually had a meeting early this morning. I went down and I saw the new sports book down at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino today, and oh my God, is that place awesome? And uh, first of all, the sports book, the temporary is where the old uh, uh, fire pit uh, sports bar was. And uh, the new sports book, the Potawatomi sports book, is is really nice. Uh, but, man, the plans for the new one. Oh, God. Can't wait for that place to open. But uh, I went to, was down there this morning, and the weather's no real breeze. The weather's nice. Birds are chirping. Flying around the patio this morning. The new baby birds are up and calling mom and it's just it, it's a banner day today cut down day at the masters ben kenny how you doing this morning good bill good yeah bit concerned good. a lot About? of rain uh expected out in georgia yeah i did see that they're calling for that what about um one, one o'clock two o'clock eastern time yes i think so and it'll get bad around two o'clock our time yeah um, I saw that this morning that because uh, John Rahm goes off. He's leading or was leading. I haven't checked the leaderboard since I got back, but he was leading at seven under. And uh, he doesn't go off until like one eighteen Eastern time today. So and they're they're a little bit concerned that they may only get a couple of holes in before they have to call it a day because whatever's coming uh, down there in the Georgia area apparently is relatively severe. So. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it, it is a little concerning. I hopefully. uh you know, I, you know what I, I, I don't want to see today? Uh, I love to see the rain. I love to see storms. I'm, I'm kind of a weather nut that way. But what I don't want to see is like a replay of Tiger again winning again, uh, at Augusta. I just, you know, because that's usually what they do is they'll put that on when they go to the rain delays and such. So I'm hoping that they're able to get a majority of the tournament in today without having any kind of a, a stoppage in play. By the way, Ben Kenny, so I get a note from my buddy Ernie yesterday uh up in Viroqua and uh the uh at Viroqua Hills the golf course uh it's the Bill Michaels Open Saturday May 6th and uh so I had mentioned yesterday that you had uh, some bids and Kristen did and I I was kind of like out nobody was kind of you know Kristen and I are a pair so if you get Kristen you get me but but yeah people are going nuts yesterday saying oh my god they didn't know they could bid so the bidding on one young Ben Kenny has gone up apparently but who's benefiting from this bidding? I, I think it's just they, they want to know the knowledge of one Ben Kenny. They want to get the inside I don't scoop have on any. The, Kenny and, the Kenny and Heilprin show. What's it like to hang out with Zach Heilprin? I really believe that that's the buzz <laughs> around the state of Wisconsin. Nobody, nobody's ever asked me that. <laughs> Quite literally. It's great. Well, though. it could happen, but uh, they're looking forward to having us. So, uh, by the way, if you uh, want to get involved or you want to get your foursome, there's, uh, I think... Out of the 36 foursomes, they had 27 as of yesterday. I think they've uh, they booked a few more, so uh, there's not many left. Not many left. So if you want to want to golf with us Saturday, May 6th, we're coming up on it relatively quick. Actually, we're less now than a month away, but it'll be a, uh, four weeks from Saturday. Uh, and four weeks from tonight, we'll be there, actually. But uh, call them, 608-637-7615, 7615 uh, you can check out Ryan over at the Viroqua Hills Golf Course, and we're going to be there coming up for the Bill Michaels Open on Saturday, 
May 6th from one of our, our fine affiliates, uh, WVRQ, and the gang up there in Viroqua. So we're excited about it. Excited about it. Um, what do we have all today? Uh, you got the Cardinals coming to town, so which uh, I'm excited. I First, two things. One is tonight um, I have – what do you got going on this weekend, Ben? Anything? I got nothing. I'll watch the Masters, watch golf, play golf. Okay. Probably a couple other things of substance, but that's the okay. gist. Um, I got nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit around and watch the Masters. I went down to uh, Roberts yesterday, and I did exactly what I said I was gonna do. I uh, picked up some grillable pork chops and Brussels sprouts and some stuff. And I am thinking if the weather is nice tomorrow, I may I may bust out the television the big screen that goes and hooks up to the back of the uh, outside tiki bar. I might start cleaning that up tomorrow, put the golf on while I do it. Oh, I can't wait. I'll be doing some grilling. And then Sunday, I think we're going to a friend's house and we're going to do a dinner over there, but, uh, but there's nothing else. Got nothing on the docket. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for the, uh, for the weekend as a whole with not much on the schedule, just relaxing, watching some masters brewers, baseball tonight gets underway down at American family field. Looking forward to that. Maybe I'll head downstairs to the bar and have a beer and grill something and do that and smoke a cigar. Oh, just I, I'm just I'm so geeked for nothing. There's nothing in my life this weekend, so it's it's completely awesome. Uh, by the way, Matthew says high rollers in Baroque where the bidding on young Ben Kenny could get crazy. That's from Matthew over on the live stream. I believe so. I would not doubt that for one single second. Could get nuts. Um, then you've got uh, Shams Sharina, who says that uh, on the Bucks side of things, that Chris Middleton, not good news, uh, underwent an MRI on his knee. He's expected to rehab for the next week or so, and hopefully he's ready for the uh, start of the playoffs. Now, remember, Giannis sat out the other night because of soreness, and they just wanted to basically give him some load management rest. But Chris Middleton also came out and had issues with that knee. How many more years, if any, do you think Chris Middleton has left? I, and he's he's Giannis's guy, man. That's his bud. But man, Chris Middleton just can't. He he's like all of a sudden, what the, uh, you know, KD. He's Kevin Durant of the Milwaukee Bucks. He just can't stay on the uh, can't stay on the court. So we'll see uh, if he's able to do it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, 877-867-1670. Now, again, Nathaniel immediately says, ah, crap, another postseason of, quote, Middleton wasn't healthy excuses uh, for the Bucks to get bounced. Um, Cam Cambu says uh, he wasn't fully the same when he returned this year anyway, which is why the Bucks loaded up uh, on wing depth during the deadline, which is we're very true, uh, no doubt about it. And then uh, the uh, this one from Roman who says, uh, another year of Chris Middleton coming up short, uh, can you cut bait? Now, didn't he sign a pretty sizable contract that they still owe him on? I don't know what the length of that contract is. I'd have to take a look. But they didn't – it wasn't that long ago that he was signing a pretty pretty sizable contract to, uh, to stay in Milwaukee. And uh, I don't know what the deal was. I think he's the second highest paid player, like thirty-seven million a year. And I, yeah, his contract uh, actually, his contract—he's got a player option for next year, so it isn't that long. It goes uh, the twenty twenty-three, three twenty twenty-four season. 
the player option, he would make forty point three forty point three million. Chris Middleton would. Holy crap. Forty point three million. And uh, if he t- if he opts in on that player option, he will then have made since coming to the Milwaukee Bucks one hundred and seventy five million five hundred eighty seven thousand two hundred eighty five dollars. Wow, forty point three million of his contract guaranteed next year. That is a chunk of change right there. Damn. Uh, 877-867-1670. Find us. That's the way. You can also track us down over on uh, Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny, at Ben Z. Kenny, producing the program. Also, you can find us uh, uh, via the video. Uh, like us over on YouTube. Always love, appreciate it when you like us on YouTube. Like us and subscribe on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S. Uh, the Bill Michael Show on Facebook is our official Facebook page. Uh, same thing on Instagram. Uh, the Bill Michael Show on Instagram. You can find us uh, on Twitch TV under Bill Michael Show. And thebillmichaels.com is the website for everything and anything. So there you have it. So um, Phil says role players get paid role royally in uh, the NBA, which you are 100% correct. And Dominic says uh, he got all that money and should say thank you, Giannis, because Giannis wanted him alongside. This is true. Um, Jerry says, when will we know if the Brewers are really this good? Hashtag so far so good. Um, I, I've always said wait till probably the end of June, middle of July. You kind of figure out what you are. And, you know, and I hate to say wait that long, but that's it, it takes a little while to kind of get it going. Uh, if it stays consistent, once you get into that realm, you kind of know what you are. You know, we knew last year that the Brewers were had really good pitchers and their bats were hit or miss because the Brewers would score seven and then the next two days wouldn't score more than one. And then they'd bust out for nine and they'd go back, they'd get shut out, they'd score one, two at most. And, you know, it seemed like every time Woodruff went out and pitched uh, a whale of a game, They'd lose it two to one, two to nothing. They weren't able to plate runs, uh, so we'll know probably by the middle to the end of June how good this team actually is and what kind of depth they have. You'd hope there's not injuries, but you know at some point or another somebody's going to go down, and maybe one of the young guys come up that are kind of knocking on the door, free liquor company, or you know at some point maybe Tyrone Taylor finally gets another opportunity, or you know some of the guys they have in the minor league system. But uh, then you'll kind of find out where your depth is. What your prow- your hitting prowess is, your offense is, because right now, man, just the offense is is just it's 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 going. So hopefully, knock on wood, that it continues tonight. But I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm more excited than I was at the beginning of the season. I'll tell you that. I mean, I've already had people come after me for the 83 win prediction. I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> they've only got six, five or six. So I'm I'm not jumping up and down just yet. I'm excited, and I hope they beat that prediction. I was just trying to give you something realistic to, to grab onto. It might have been a little low. I could have done 85, 86, but, you know, 83 at the time for a team that just couldn't hit. Uh, an angry starting pitcher in Corbin Burns, a lot of unknowns in the bullpen. So, and you didn't know what you were going to get in Wade Miley, Lauer. So I I'm I was kind of hedging my bets a little bit. but uh, But now we see. 
now we're having now we're having fun. So continue to stack wins, continue to stack success, and hopefully this weekend you can uh, continue to uh, extend that lead over the Cardinals. Because really, you believe by the time it's all said and done. I mean, look at it this way: the Cardinals aren't that bad, and the Cardinals are in the basement of the National League Central right now. So for as much as high as we are on the Brewers. Cardinals fans, they're probably disappointed they got off to a little bit of a slow start and they're looking up at the Cubs and the Pirates and the Reds. They knew they'd probably be battling the Brewers at some point, but the Cardinals looking up at the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Reds, I mean, come on. You know, they don't they don't think that's going to hold out, and neither do I. And I don't think you do either. So, you know, it's it's fun to watch. Just keep your head above water right now and just enjoy the ride. And, and hopefully that ride has a sustainability that goes well into June, even into July. And then you're talking about the Brewers all of a sudden, God, God forbid, being buyers at the trade deadline rather than sellers. So hang on to that. 877-867-1670. Find us. We'd love to hear from you. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. I had mentioned a little bit earlier today that I was down at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, and the sports book is now open. The big new one is being built. It's beautiful down there. And uh, on Brewers weekends, they say it's packed. The hotel's rocking. A lot of people already there this morning that were in there playing. And the valets are open. Everything's back open. The uh, Rui uh, Steakhouse uh, or the the Japanese place is awesome. The uh, Dream Dance Steakhouse is awesome. We had the food when we had Kristen's birthday party down there. So just not to mention the gaming. I'm just going there for the gaming itself. And they even have parking in the uh, skywalk parking garage where you can have 20 minutes you can run in place a bet in the sports book and then run back to your car so you can and there's an app you can download too when you get down there you can download the app and even have your bet ready all you do is scan the qr code put your money and you're good to go i mean it's that simple it's it's really really cool check out our friends at potawatomi hotels and casino go to paysbig.com that is paysbig.com this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continue on. Hey, uh, I talked to my buddy Joe yesterday out at uh, Smoke on the Water and uh, Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon. Uh, Smoke on the Water in Okachi, Sloppy Joe's out there in Hubertus. And uh, Smoke on the Water, big Easter buffet coming up. Uh, so if you're thinking about making some reservations, call them for sure and uh, and get in on that. Otherwise, Sloppy Joe's, always a great place to go. I was thinking about even maybe a fish fry tonight. Uh, there's a couple of different places nearby, Sloppy Joe's being one of them. Or maybe you can grab an old-fashioned and... And uh, do a little grilling or something. If you don't do it at home, go out and get yourself the fish fry and then come back home and hang out and watch a Brewers game or hang out there and watch a Brewers game. But either place, great to go. Smoke on the water, Sloppy Joe's. One's on Okachi on Wisconsin Avenue. The other one on Hubertus in Hubertus. And uh, both of them, just fantastic places. So, uh, Ben, I uh, I read the Diana Rossini report. Is Is that where we're at? that the Packers want this done by day one because they want to find additional weapons for their quarterback. Is she just listening to this show? Are all the uh, the four-letter network and all the other insiders now listening to this program for all the stuff we've been saying all along? Because it seems like we'll say it, and then the next day somebody's got an insider saying it. Do you notice that? 
That happens, yeah. It just yeah. it feels like we've been in the same place. We're in the same place we've been in since the owners' meetings. That was right. the one time where new things actually came out, and now it's kind of just conjecture. I've been saying this all along. I I just, you know, you want to say sources? You know, we've talked. Mike Clemens has talked. We're going to have Rob Reichel on today. Uh, I've said all along, what I understood was they wanted this thing done. They want, they want it done before day one of the draft. And the indicator of that is that they want that first-round draft choice. They want that 13th. They want this thing done. At the very least, they want to flip-flop for 13 and 15 and then get additional picks down below. But re- regardless, it's like every time we say something, it becomes breaking news the next day. And I know they've got, you know, Rob Domofsky's in Green Bay, so Rob's got, you know, Rob's got contacts and and such. He's he's solid. He does his thing. But it's <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it or we'll get a call or somebody will ask or whatever and then go from there. It, you know, it's I, I just I don't know. I find it uh find it rather interesting. So I know the Jets don't want to give up the thirteenth. The Packers do. Uh and if the Packers I think uh from what I've understood is if the Packers aren't going to get the, 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 the 13th pick as the trade chip, then they want to flip-flop the 13th and the 15th, and it'll take additional trade value down, down later in the draft. So that way, that way one of the competitors, so to speak, doesn't jump up ahead of them and the Jets make a trade. They can control that pick because they don't want to see the Jets screw them, so to speak. But at least that's what they're getting closer but that's what originally what what I heard was was part of the part of the thought process. So eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I mean, I know the Jets moving down two spaces doesn't seem like a big deal. The Jets don't want to do it. I get it. But as time goes on, like I've said, like I've said, if if Goody stands pat, he holds the cards, man. Cards plural as opposed to singular, like the Jets do. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. This one's from, uh, this is Tripp. Tripp says, uh, hey, guys, great program. Haven't listened all week. I'm excited to hear some of the Masters coverage. Your thoughts. Well, let me say this. Um, I did say, and I got to feel pretty good about it. I did say that I thought that uh, John Rahm would be uh, either, I picked John Rahm to win it. When I, when I had to make a pick of a player, I picked John Rahm to win it, even with the little tidbit of information that Ben Kenny, you brought, the fact that uh, Jordan Spieth the last couple of years has won on Easter Sunday. Even with that little tidbit, I said, well, John Rahm's probably going to be the guy. Um, that being said, uh, today John Rahm doesn't tee off until later, uh, and Brooks Kepka has taking, taken a rather commanding lead through 12 holes. And uh, he is now uh, uh, three under for the day, ten under for the tournament. He was tied with John Rahm coming into today. Victor Hovland was, and then there's John Rahm at seven under. Now John Rahm doesn't tee off until one eighteen Eastern, twelve eighteen Central uh, today, and then he could be running in to some rather significant weather. They did, however, bump up the tee times today by half an hour, trying to get as many guys as they can out on the golf course so they can get as much golf in today as possible. Because they want, they don't want to have lingering. Because isn't supposed weather supposed to be a factor tomorrow too, Ben? Yeah, the yeah, whole weekend. That's yeah. 
That's what I thought. So they're trying to get as much of this in today as they possibly can. And the projected cut line right now is at one over. At least that's what they had stated yesterday, that it could possibly be the one over. But they said usually on day two that'll double. So if it's one over, it'll go to two over. If it would have been two over, it could possibly go to four over, whatever. But they said that it's probably going to be end up at two over uh, right now, which actually uh, I just saw the projected cut line is one over par right now, as today still a lot of golfers on the course and have not teed off as of yet at the Masters. But Brooks Kepka is off to a pretty fast start today through 12 holes. He is three under, and that is 10 under par for the tournament. So that uh, that's a little bit of the coverage, I guess. I don't know what else to tell you, but uh, but that's that's it. So eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead, do so. Our buddy Gerard says that's because uh, over in New York they're listening to us, uh, except for the Forty Nine er stuff. They're repeating your points. Uh, Rob D has uh, been in with Rich. Uh, was it Kamini? Uh, uh, Jets several times just repeating your stuff. Well, there you go. Like it. Uh, This is from John. John says, uh, hey, guys, uh, I don't think the Packers should trade Rodgers until after June 1st. They get more cap relief at that point in time. Plus, it would would mean that they would get more in return. Well, yes and no. Um, And I I don't mean to cut you off via the email, but yes and no. Yeah, you could probably because then – First of all, you're then putting yourself in a situation where if you don't deal him, now you're pressing up against your own your own clock because you got to get you got to get rid of him before the first of the the first game of the year. Otherwise, all that money comes due. So that's the first thing. So yes, you kind of put yourself in a precarious position. However, let's just say you do make that deal, okay, for the Jets and say you're going to take second round picks and such next year. Well, if the Jets play well let's say you do trade him to the jets and he goes in and lights it up and they end up going let's just say to an afc championship game not even winning a super bowl but afc championship game that means they're one of four teams which means they're 28th or worst when it comes to drafting which means that pick is going to be even less valuable at that time so you could get more uh out of those draft picks because if indeed the Jets believe that he's the linchpin to going to a Super Bowl or getting deep into the postseason, then that draft value is going to continue to fall if you're the Green Bay Packers. And I don't know if you want to do that. So I think there's enough there for both teams. It's incentive for both teams to get it done. And, he, he you know, the, the report from Diana Rossini is correct. We've been saying it all along. They want to get some weapons and they want to do some things uh, to start building around Jordan Love. And I know that when they say weapons – The first instinct is, well, they're going right after a tight end or right after a wide receiver, and they very well may do that. But don't put it past them if, say, let's just say for S's and giggles that Jalen Carter does fall. I cannot see them passing up Jalen Carter to go alongside Devontae Wyatt and and Kenny Clark on the defensive front. That would be a monstrous defensive front, or at least projected to be a monstrous defensive front, you know? Um Oh, Sip says uh, Goodikins better not grab a quarterback in the second round. No, no, I, I no, <laughs> not yet. Um, so, but they do want to make this. If you get a couple of different draft choices, even in the second round, it, it's you know you, you're good with that. I'd rather see them get three choices in the second round total with their own two cho- choices from uh, the Jets and keep their pick, than. 
I'd love to see them get the 13th and the 15th. They're not going to get that first-round pick. I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion that the Jets just aren't simply going to give it up. They're just not going to. Um, and, you know, if Rodgers was going to play for two or three more years, they would. But I, I think the, the speculation is that this is pretty much it. They're going to do the one big blast, hurrah, and then see what they can get. And then after that, they'll figure it out. But that's where they're at. They're, they're going back to the uh, terminology of pushing the chips to the middle of the table. That's what the Jets are doing. But I think it behooves the, the Packers to get the deal done before the draft. But if they don't, the Packers aren't sweating the way the Jets would be. And by the way, the Jets, did you see, Ben, their first OTA is um, uh, April 17th? Oh, is that the same date as the as the convention? Uh, no, that convention's in June. Oh, oh so, the first no, OTA. Yeah, the first OTA. The first OTA for the Jets is April 17th, prior to the draft. And they were hoping to get this deal done to get Rodgers in there at that point in time. They could get the deal funny. done. I don't know if they're getting him in there. That that was my next that was my <laughs> next point was um, one of the uh, broadcast God I can't remember who it was one of the broadcasters stated uh, yeah they want to get the deal done and uh, one guy says yeah they'd love to get Rogers in here on April seventeenth and get him acclimated and the other guy said have you ever met Rogers or listened to Rogers it might be the best to just let him not come till training camp <laughs> in other words he's such a pain in the ass and a diva that. Chances are you just want him to come in, do his thing, and win you games. Don't don't bring that attitude and that 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 nonsense into into your locker room. Now I don't necessarily agree, but I thought it was funny that that it was kind of like you know look, just let's let's wait until the draft and let the circus remain outside for the time being. <laughs> just so. Uh, that was pretty funny. 877-867-1670. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they got it going on. Zero uh, percent interest, 48 months right now. Zero percent, 48 months. And if you're looking for curb appeal, if you're looking for economic factor, if you're looking for just maybe the beautification of your home, it's that simple. Or safety. It's that simple. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. I see the sun warming up. I start thinking about the boat. Get my boat back. Get it out of uh, storage over at Skipper Buds. Uh, they have boat sales, service, storage. They have new boats, used boats. You name it, they've got it. That's our friends at Skipper Buds in Pewaukee. Make sure if you are looking for something, uh, give my buddy Todd a shot first or last. If you find something, they can get you something comparable. But they have everything from uh, cruisers. They've got pontoons, sport and deck boats, fishing boats, and the best in water sports and jet boats and such. And uh, they've got new and used and so many accessories. That's our friends at Skipper Buds. And I just drove past there was it a couple of days ago. I was coming back. Uh, I was coming back from uh, J&L Tire Service. And I drove past. And, oh, my goodness, they've got a lot of new, new pontoons specifically uh, on the lot. So if you're looking for new, uh, plus a bunch of trades, uh, they've got it. 262-544-1200. 262-544-1200. That's Skipper Buds in Pewaukee. All you got to do, pick up the phone, give them a shout, or stop in. Um, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Craig says uh, Jets are dreaming, dreaming. 
if they think that uh, they're going to be going to a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think – I don't even think they're the best team in the division if they do that. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls, talk to Derek listening to us in Albany. Derek, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Uh, there seems to be overall going way, way back, the history of the draft, there seems to be two main strategies. Do you take a lot of swings at it or do you move up for quality? Remember the crazy year where uh, uh, Mike Ditka traded his entire – all his draft selections to get uh, the mercurial running back that he did. Remember that, how crazy that was? Yep. Ricky was it? Yep. Yeah. So the question for the Packers would be, we have 10 draft picks. Okay. We have 10 picks. How about packaging some of those compensatory t- picks to move up here and there? And if we get two number twos from the Jets, let's say that happens. You could move into the back of the first round or right. you could, uh, you could keep one of the twos and package a couple of fives and a seven and, you know, you can, he, he has the ammunition to move up. Uh, I, would, I would love it if the Jets would just give us both of their number twos, and then we have three twos. We could take two right. twos and move into the back of the first round. Yep. Or if you wanted to, and there was somebody you really coveted, you could even jump up higher in the draft and package up your number one and a two and go up and get that particular player as well if you wanted to. So, no, I, I, that's why when they talk about having two twos, it's the equivalent of a 17th-round draft choice and such. And, Derek, I appreciate the phone call. I agree. Uh, at this point, I mean, I know people want to see that 13th pick come into play. Um, and, and I did, too, at first. But when you start talking about the reality of what it is, it just, you, you know, the more you you listen to the pundits, so to speak, you, the more you realize that, they, that, that that's – most likely not going to happen. And I even think part of it was the concession uh, at the owners' meetings when Goody said, yeah, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. It's, you know, I, I he said something about, you know, uh, commensurate value for what you're, for what you're trading uh, in Aaron Rodgers for what it is you're getting in return. You want to get that value. But with the uncertainty of Rodgers and his age, uh, how much is he really worth? If Rodgers was five years younger, it's uh, every day, all day long. It's 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 a couple of ones and what have you. It's probably a Matthew Stafford or a Russell Wilson type of deal. But since he's at the end of his career, it's you're not going to give up your farm to get maybe one year out of a guy that you're not even sure that he's going to get you to the promised land. So I, I completely understand that. Let's go to Bob listening to us in Tomahawk. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's on your mind? Hey, Bill, long time no speak. Um, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before you were talking about the big lightning rod on the Brewers, that being Mr. Yelich. Yes. Um, you had mentioned he hasn't done nothing for two and a half years. It's been really more like three and a half because September of 19 is when he got injured. Right. But yeah, you're I want right. to, I don't know if you talked about this year, do you realize in 23 at bats, he has struck out 11 times? I do. Almost he's one really every on, two. Yeah, he's really on fire. In fact, I have an idea. Um, I think a name change might be in order. How about we call him Christian Smellich from now on? <laughs> oh, that's not a, a, a real huge story. There you go. Maybe we uh, maybe we go in that direction. If he continues this all the way through June and they're still running him out there, then maybe we consider that. But right now I think we uh, you know go out uh, on Easter Sunday, we say a few prayers, and maybe he starts to hit the ball. Who knows? Yeah, you, I'll keep, you know, I'll keep the couple, faith. Yeah, there's a couple times in the season where, where he'll hit good for a week. He'll hit two or three home runs, and everybody, yeah. oh, right, he's back. He ain't back. He ain't never nope. coming back. Thanks, Bill. 
Appreciate it, buddy. He drops off. Remember last year, it was in, I think it was July. He went on a two-and-a-half-week tear, and that was it. People, he's back. He's back. This is it. Here we go. Maybe it was two years ago. Uh, but he went on a tear where it was two-and-a-half, three weeks. It was last where, summer. Was it last when they, summer? When he they hit, moved him he, to lead off, I think. <laughs> right. He hit, he hit, what, three, four, maybe five home runs, and he his batting average in that period of time jumped over 300 and yeah it was he was on a tear and then pff, nothing that was the end of that oh he hit for Very the cycle quickly. against the reds yes well he always hits for the cycle against the reds a couple uh, bombs so, against yes. the pirates <laughs> they just haven't built they haven't played those teams yet Right. We have to reserve so, judgment until he faces the Reds six uh, times. Until he faces the Reds and hits for the cycle two or three times and puts a – because every time he posted the video, remember? He'd post a video of himself, and then it would just – it would go dark. It would, <laughs> like, right. he'd post a video, I'm back, here we go, on and on, and the next thing you know, nothing. I remember the numbers. It, it happened twice. There was the Grand Slam against Pittsburgh, posted yeah. the video the next day, went two for his next 20. Uh, with a lot of strikeouts and because no we all went, when he posted the video, we all went, "Oh God, no!" Because every time he posts a video, he goes back into the tank. Yeah, it happened after the cycle, and then he went two for his next twenty something with no extra base hits. Right, but we'll see. Yep, it's also. I mean, the team just scored ten, nine, and what seven runs, six runs. Mm-hmm. Their right. their run differential is plus twenty two. So, yes, it's a very big story, but it's not as if the team is struggling on offense because of him. No. And and like I said yesterday, I mean, winning is the ultimate deodorant when it comes to the, the necessity to put him and run him out there. So if they were losing these games and he was struggling, he'd probably already have a couple of days off. Or putting him in in situation, uh, you know, at some point, at some point, you're going to have to, if, if, and again, I'm hoping it doesn't. I am rooting like crazy for Christian Yelich. I hope he just busts out and he just starts smacking it all over the ballpark. And he just looks like the old Christian Yelich. Even if he doesn't, give me, give me 270. Give me 270. 270, 65, 70 runs batted in, 20 home runs, uh, 20, 25 home runs. I'll take it. I'll take it compared to what it was, compared to what the, you earned the contract off of. But. I think right now people are just hoping he can just string a couple of hits together, not strike out, start putting the bat to ball, and and just putting himself in a much better state. Because he just looks like he's just guessing. He looks like he's wailing at stuff. So anyway, uh, but that's, yeah, I get it. It is, uh, it is a very small litmus test. Let's not jump off the bridge. The same thing is with the winning. I'm not going crazy over the winning. I'm enjoying it. But I'm not going crazy. I'm not proclaiming the division done, uh, you know, because the Cardinals could come in here and, and, God forbid, sweep the Brewers. And the next thing you know, you're right back into the same position you were a week ago. So just relax. Hopefully Christian Yelich figures it out. And when the weather warms up, we always talk about that. We just start getting a few more of those days. And a pop fly or two that goes maybe to the warning track, travels a little farther. You get a couple of balls out of the ballpark. You start seeing the ball a little bit better. Pitchers pitch you a little bit different once they start to figure out some of the young guys. Maybe the young guys benefit Christian Yelich. And then maybe it all equals out. Just just hang in there. Breathe easy. Call, me, seven, seven. Go ahead. call me on base, Kenny. But as long as his on base percentage stays above 3.6, I think it's 3.57 right now. If he hits a little more, I don't care about the strikeouts. Leadoff guy, get the on base up to four hundred. I'll be, I'll be fine. Don't need the power. Yeah, you get the on base up to four hundred, then that's saying something. 
But I don't need the power. I'm fine if he just slaps around a couple of singles. You know, it, draws yeah, some I mean, walks. If, he, if, he, if, he's, if he's your leadoff guy and he's getting on base consistently, especially with the new rules and stealing bases, then that's great. It, I'll take it if he drives in 40 runs and scores 50 runs. I'll take that, too. I'll take that in a heartbeat because that means he's getting on base. His OPS and everything is going to be really good. The on-base percentage will be high. Batting average will be better, but the guys behind him will be doing the work. But, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just hoping he does something. 19 more home runs would also help. Yep. Uh, Brantley says, I'm not trying to defend Yelich, but out of the 38 runs that have scored, he's, he's scored six, second on the team. Again, batting near the top. When you get on, good things can happen. He's a so knack I'm, for crossing the plate, as some would say. <laughs> He's very good at running from third to home when someone else hits. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, again, I, I said, you know, give me, give me 30, 40 RBIs, 50, 40, 50 runs scored, you know, maybe more. If you're a leadoff hitter, you should be scoring, scoring more, obviously. But, um, you know, just, just doing something rather than, you know, watching three pitches, swinging wildly and heading back to the dugout. I'll take anything at this point. All right, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Margaret and Howard uh, sent me a note and said, hey, we have not gone there yet, but I wanted to let you know the experience we had with Barb at the Four Seasons Island Resort. She's unbelievably pleasant and accommodating. We are looking forward to our trip coming up there next weekend, but I wanted to let you know we did book at your recommendation, and Barb has been nothing but helpful. Thanks for the heads up. So uh, they said looking forward to the trip. Four Seasons Island Resort up in Pembine was kind of beautiful. It's got the old lore of, you know, the Al Capone days going with it. It's got some haunted history to it. It's, you know, as soon as uh, everything kind of dries out in that area, you're going to have the UTV and the ATV trails are going to be open. You've got the pontoon trips around the island that are going to be taking place. You've got the waterfall tours that can go on. Plus, they got a huge indoor pool, Lily's Ice Cream Parlor, sports bar downstairs, diamond room upstairs for uh, for dining. They've got the lounge. Just so many cool things. Just go and, and unplug and get away and enjoy yourself at the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine. It's right near Iron Mountain, Michigan. And then in their other sister property is Pine Mountain Resort and Ski and Golf Resort. And they have the big uh, championship, Timberstone Championship Golf Course there as well. So either place you can't go wrong. Call our girl Barb. I always tell people that. Call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. And make sure, even if you go to the website, Use the promo code Michaels15, Michaels15, and it gets you 15% off of your stay, just for those of you that are listening to the program. Michaels15. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, Dean says Masters would be ecstatic if any of the live golfers win the Masters. Kepka tied for the lead now, seeing Rory or any of the anti-live Seath would uh, be interesting to see. Um, 
I think it would be with Brooks Kepka is the one that's up there. But I think um, I think there's a lot of people rooting against the live golfers to have high finishes as a whole. He is a four-shot lead, by the way. He yeah he's he's now gone up another stroke. So he was at ten under. Now he must be at eleven under for the tournament. Yeah, uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, and Brooks Kepka, look, he just he just wins majors. Remember, he won U.S. a couple of U.S. Opens. And uh, now he's climbing the leaderboard here. And did he win him? He has has he won a Masters before, Ben? No, he has I didn't four, think so. two PGAs, two U.S. Opens, two PGAs and two U.S. Opens. Yeah. I knew he won the two U.S. Open twice in a PGA. Couldn't remember if he had a Masters in his back pocket or not. He's been hurt though for the last couple yeah. of years. So he's... yeah, last year and a half because they were talking about his knee. He had the knee issues. Yeah, he's been very very hurt, which was yeah I think part of the reason he went there to live, to have the security. Yeah. And know yeah. that his oh, he, game could just be gone. But then, yeah. given what we're seeing now, it's very much not gone. Yep. He took the cage. But uh, like you said, he uh, he when, when Brooke, Brooks Kepka's on, he's on, man. I mean, you can say that about a lot of guys, though. Jordan Spieth, for whatever reason, his his putter has left him. Uh, Tiger, boy, you talk about, you know, lipping out a lot of uh, putts yesterday. Tiger, had he just hit a couple of those easier putts that lipped out, he had, what, three or four of them yesterday. That just lift the cup. You know, they'd go around the cup and they'd take a left or a right, and uh, he had like four of them yesterday. Otherwise, he would be in a different position. And we'd be, ta- we'd be talking about the excitement of Tiger. Did, is, is it me, uh, or is it awkward or almost painful to watch Tiger walk around a course? Very painful. But Man. mainly this course because of yeah. how steep it is. He also it's can't. Down, yeah. He has the ball below his feet, and he, he can't bend over to address it like others can, yeah. or he can't flex the knees. So yeah. it's painful to watch him play that. But, yeah, it's going to be kind of brutal for him this afternoon Yeah, if the weather gets it bad. Is. I saw him yesterday um, when they do the uh, you know Masters Live on the Golf Channel, and they were watching him warm up. And he was uh, – did you see him at the uh, the bunker? He yes. was working on his game out of the bunker, and to step into the bunker looked painful. Um, just the the stiff leg and the gingerness with which he has to walk. I I don't know how he does it. Um, he could have packed it up a long time ago, but he he wants to. He still wants to chase those other majors. But he well, he has one and a half legs. Yeah, so it's insane. It's just yeah, because how many screws does he have in that that other leg? Was it like twenty seven? A lot. I think it's like 27. He also, this isn't winning, but if he makes the cut today, he will tie, I think, Fred Couples' record for the most consecutive cuts at the Masters with 23. I was going to say, how about Fred Couples yesterday? He was one under. I don't know where he's at today so far. Now he's still one under. He's even today, so he's still one under through just a couple of holes. But, uh, but yeah, Freddie Couples t- today as well. He's uh, He had a nice showing. He's one under. So good stuff at the Masters. And uh, maybe what we'll do is just in the uh, in the last uh, segment of each hour, we'll just kind of go through the Masters and kind of run up the, the leaderboard. By the way, speaking of Jordan Spieth, who was putting, tough putting yesterday, had a couple of misses, uh, he is two under for the day and has moved up the leaderboard. He is now tied for sixth. He's moved up seven spots. He's tied for sixth through five, and he looks to be playing much better today. Uh, but he's five under for the tournament, six shots off the pace behind Kepka, 
Uh, but Jordan Spieth, uh, oh, I take that back. As soon as I said it, he went to uh, – he had a bogey and went to four under. So he's now up five spots, but uh, he's now four under par after six. So on the fifth hole – or on the sixth hole, he bogeyed six. But, uh, but there you go. All of yes, the man. talk, Bill, is that it's going to get weird out there with the weather. Oh, with the weather, yeah. Like it looks normal yesterday. It looks normal right now. Once the rain comes, things could get very weird. Brandy, you're killing me. Brandy on the live stream says, did you know golfers always bring two pair of pants to the Masters? You know why? In case they get a hole in one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. We're going to go ahead and break. One hour down, three more yet to go. More of the Bill Michaels show. Brandy. Brandy, you're killing me. We'll be back right after this.